Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Welcome to On the Road to Freedom. I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. We are going to have a whole lot of fun and we're going to study God's Word and it does not ever come back void. It changes our lives for the better. Yes, Your life yes. is about to get better Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. That's you know, so the reason we call this program On the Road to Freedom is because Jesus said, and that's what's important, yeah. what, he said. what he said. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, if you continue in my word, that's what we're doing, you will be my disciple, he said. And you will know the truth if you continue in my word, and the truth will make you free and free indeed. And that's the will of God for your life, to raise the quality of your life today. Amen. Because God is in love with you, man, and He wants to prove it today. Now, we've got a testimony that we saw recently. I'm so excited about this. And by the way, when the program started and you started to see the collage of things that happened, you saw where we've been for the last couple of years. We are in our own backyard today. COVID-19 has got us locked down in Texas. And we decided it was not gonna let it stop us. We hadn't done any programs in what, five months? Yeah. And uh, we had to, we can't just run out. We, we've been praying about things. We believe the Lord gave us this word for you today. Amen. It's super important, Amen. so important. We came out here earlier today. It was 100 degrees. Thank God we're in the shade now. Oh, baby, I'm cooling <laughs> yes. off in my silly pink shirt that I wore because I like, I'm, I like black shirts, but I love her. <laughs> So I'm wearing a pink shirt today. It's all good. Okay, all everybody good. let us know if you like his pink shirt. Oh, no, I no, like please it. don't do that, please. <laughs> okay, Stacy said, it's a testimony on the reason. Stacy said, I watch the shows and it makes Bible study so much more enjoyable. I watch them over and over again and I have started a Bible study notebook oh, with that. notes from each episode. Wow. Even the Faith Fridays. Those are something we send out to our team Milan members. And, uh, and we just email what? it to every email address we've got. Right. If you want to receive emails for us, give yeah. us your email. We won't let anybody else have it. We won't ever send you anything begging for money, any of that kind of stuff. We will just love on you and pray for you and send you everything we can free in Jesus' And if name. you missed any of those Faith Fridays and you'd like to see them now, you just go to mylan.org. It's on our homepage. Exactly. And you click on that Faith Friday banner That's and it'll right. open up and you can download and watch them all for free. Good mm -hmm. job, baby. Yeah. And uh, the ministry, she goes on to say, the ministry is such a blessing to me. Thank you again. God bless you all. Right. I love to see, the reason I read her testimony, I love people who get in there and study and with study. Them. They don't yes. just read every once in a yeah. while or let their preacher read it to them. They get in there and they study. They're taking notes. They're seeking. And those people are getting it, man. And that's why we started this confession. Yeah, we started a confession recently mm -hmm. at our house. Yes. And when we share stuff with you, we're not trying to talk you into doing it, but it's what we do. It works for us. So what we say is, I'm a student. I'm a, student. I'm a, I'm seeker, a seeker. I'm, I'm a, a doer, doer of, of the, the word. word. I'm not just a hearer only. Mm -hmm. 
I study this and I seek. Jesus said, if you seek me, I'll make sure you find me. Yeah, that's Ooh, good. I like that. Come on, my darling, teach us today. We got a lot of word to share. Yeah, we got a lot of word for you to study today. Today, what we want to talk to you about, especially in the times that we're living in, when a challenging situation happens, like what we've all encountered in the, this, this year, uh, it's been unprecedented. This has never happened before. And in those times of challenge, do we react or do we respond? Yeah. And there's a huge difference yes, in the two. Is. I want to talk about reacting first. The definition of react is to return in impulse or impression. So a reaction is impulsive. Number two, it's to act in opposition or to resist any influence or power. So what you're going to learn in this show is that when we react, we're actually impulsively acting out of emotion and therefore resisting the way that God wants us to respond, which is in faith. Now, when we talk about the definition of response, it simply means to answer, to reply. So there's no impulsiveness here. Response, a, a true response, there's no drama. <laughs> there's no emotional outburst. Faith is actually always a calm response. That's good, baby. And so the scripture that backs this I want to talk to you about is James 1.19. Now again, the reason why this is so important is because in the times we're living in, we do not need to be reacting impulsively or emotionally. We need to respond each and every time in faith. And James 1.19 in the NIV says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen. So this is me. This means we slow down. That's right. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So there's no impulsiveness here. There's no emotionalism here, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So you mm. can only obey this instruction when you choose to respond and not react. That is so good, baby. Man, this is huge. Yeah. What we're talking about right now is huge. Lives Life are destroyed yeah. because of people reacting in anger, mm -hmm. reacting in frustration, getting easily offended, and all of a sudden they're at war right. instead of enjoying the peace that passes That's understanding. Good, man. Mm -hmm. man, they're in division, they're in strife, they're in all kind of horrible things. King Jesus, of course, is always our example, yeah. the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Mm -hmm. Jesus always responded. He did not react. No. He did not I tell people that. off because they hurt his feelings, persecuted him, lied about him, and lied on him, and right. all kind of stuff. Mark, the fourth chapter in verse 35, said, On the same day when evening had come, he, meaning Jesus, said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat unto the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the storm asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, and check this out, this is the disciples being sarcastic with mm -hmm. the Son of God. They woke him and said, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? They reacted. Oh, without the, a doubt. <laughs> that's definitely an emotional they were reaction. <laughs> they right. thought they were going to drown. They were fear, right? Uh, we're dying here, Jesus. Don't Do you, you not care? even care? Right. But Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, Peace. Peace. be still. That's good. He just calmly responded to the circumstance and did what he saw his father doing in these circumstances. 
and the wind, and the wind ceased, ceased and there was a great calm. Yeah. And he, meaning Jesus, said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith when you react in fear? That is the exact opposite of faith. Ooh, that's good. According to Jesus. Jesus said their emotional reaction based in fear equals no faith. Wow. Ooh, can you say that again? I mean, that's Jesus a said point. their emotional reaction based in fear. If I'm not mistaken, I got this from you, baby. Yes. Equals it no is faith. Good. It it's is so good. Good, <laughs> good job. <laughs> there is the bottom line is there is no faith, no faith in freaking in out. Yeah, there's no faith. People who out. just go off on people all the time. There's no faith in that. Yeah. Remember that faith is what pleases God. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Right. Hebrews eleven six says, "But without faith, it's, it's impossible, impossible to please God." Amen. Now John eight, Jesus' response when the scribes and the Pharisees interrupted him, they yeah. were going to stone this woman caught in adultery. Was she wrong? Yes. Did they catch her in adultery? Yes. Was she in sin? Yes. But notice what the difference in what they wanted to do and what Jesus wanted to do. Moses commanded that she be stoned, they said. What do you say? They said to him. They were testing him that they may have something to accuse him with. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. He just added like it was no big deal. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, then you go ahead and throw the first stone at her. But those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one. Then Jesus said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. He didn't just forgive her. He told her, you need to not do this anymore. You need to, I, you're forgiven now, but start over. Take advantage of this. When Jesus forgives you, it's a good time to start over. Amen. He went back to teaching, which is what he was called to do. He didn't even miss a beat. You talk about a calm response. That's what Jesus does in every situation. We went to Israel years ago and we got to meet with a pastor that had been there. He could speak Hebrew and he, he took us to meet this, what they call a sage, a rabbi who has gotten elderly and retired from being a rabbi, but he just studies the Bible and that's all he does, studies the Old Testament. And he said that they believe that when Jesus knelt down and wrote in the sand, that what he was writing was the sins of the people who were standing around there with the rocks in their hands. They were getting ready to, to stone this woman to death. Yeah. But he knew their sins and they knew their sins. And he wrote, he wrote some things down, but it, it's not recorded in the Bible what he wrote in the sand. It just says that he wrote in the sand. And when those people saw that God knew their sins, they put their rocks down and they walked away. The Bible says the eldest did first the ones who had been around the longest. Mm. So God knows our sins. And he, well, all he said was, if you hadn't sinned, you cast the first stone. Well, I don't know about you, but I had to put all my rocks down at that point because <laughs> I have sinned. In the book of Matthew, the 28th chapter and 18th verse, Jesus spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now that is the great commission of God. Yes. It's given to all of us who are disciples of Jesus Christ. If you're born again right. and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, then that is the call of God, the great commission for us to go in all the world. Of course, it's not just for everybody. It's not in the fivefold ministry. But the truth is, everybody's called to do their part yes. in getting the Word of God to the people. It is our choice to answer the call. That's right. And in the book of Isaiah, God said, Who will go for us? Who can I send? And then the answer was, and I said, Here am I. Send me. Amen. So we're encouraging you today to take a moment and ask yourself, Will you answer the call? Will you say, here am I, Amen. send me? And you can do that by joining Team Milan and helping us, sending us to go into all the world Amen. and teach and preach and make disciples through On the Road to Freedom. And you just contact us at Milan.org and click on Team Milan, and it's that simple to join today. And you ask the Lord what your part is. And He'll tell you what your part is. We'll do our part. God will do His part. And it'll make a difference. We will change the world. Yes. One person at a time. Just the way God changed my world and yours one at a time. God bless you, man. We love you. You know, we're talking about here, do you react or respond under pressure? Yes. And so this example here is Jesus was under immense pressure and the scribes and Pharisees were actually trying to catch him in something that they could use against him and accuse him. And here's what he did. He just stopped. Yeah. He stooped down. He got, got quiet. He didn't even pay attention no. to them until he heard the word of the Lord and how he should respond yes. in faith and the whole situation turned. And so that's what's important for you to get here. Faith always responds. It's fear that reacts. Why fear? Because it's based in emotionalism. Second yeah. Timothy 1, 7 says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So what you need to understand is anytime you react out of a fear-based emotion, then it results in you have it. Your reaction will produce no power. If the spirit of fear affects you having power, love, and a sound mind, then your reaction That's won't be good, effective. Your good. faith won't work because your faith only works by love and it'll affect your soundness of mind, confusion. Yeah. You yeah. won't be able to make wise decisions. So that's why this fear-based reaction is such a hindrance to you walking in God's best. It causes confusion. Yeah. When you're mm -hmm. angry, you know, boxers that are really good at boxing, their coaches tell them, don't get mad, then you start fighting. Fighting and boxing is two different things. You get in a street fight, a boxer will beat you up. So when you're having a bad situation and you need to figure out what to do, you want to respond with the Word of God, right. not in emotion. Right. You want to respond in faith by speaking the Word. What Jesus did, what did He do? He stopped. Yeah, He just stopped. He calmed everything down, right. slowed down. Sometimes I have to think, Slow okay, to God, what do you want me to do? Right. I'm not sure what to do about this situation. I have to just calm everything down. And then I'll hear that still small voice. I'll be led by the Holy Spirit. and He'll remind me of the Word. It'll come up out of my heart. 
boom, solve the problem. So the last thing we want to do is react emotionally yes. and react in fear. Yes. So a definition of emotionalism is, um, I like to say, this is what we would define as a drama queen. <laughs> That's yeah. what I like to say. It's a tendency to regard things emotionally. So you'll hear phrases like, I feel, I feel. An undue indulgence in emotion or indulgence in a display of emotion. So that hurt my feelings, if you hear that phrase a lot, or someone who has a quick temper. That's why always having a tendency to cry is not healthy. Also having a tendency to always, you hear this phrase, oh, that gives me goosebumps. Now, granted, I'm not trying to get legalistic here. I'm only trying to say we see a large part of the world base their decisions and their reactions are based on these emotions, based on goosebumps, yeah. based on how they feel, a dream. based on that hurt my feelings. Yeah. And, and when we live by faith, we're never to make decisions based on the flesh. We're never to base it on the soulish realm. That's good. It's baby. only to be based on a response right. in faith. So the definition of emotional means you're sim we're, whoever it is, if you're watching today, dominated by or prone to emotion. Now this is so good. I know I'm giving you a lot of definitions here, so let's move to this one. The actual definition of emotion is the moving of the mind or soul. It actually moves someone in a different direction in their thinking or in how they feel That's good. or in the choice of their will. Yeah. That's why it's so important that you don't allow anything to move your mind, your will, or your emotions, but your faith in God yes. and in His oh, Word. That's good, baby. Amen. So reactions are always based in emotion, but responses are based in faith. Now, let me say this here. Some of you are thinking, well, emotions are not bad. No, they're not. There are a lot of good emotions. Here's the good ones God wants you to have. Peace that passes understanding. Yeah. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. The Holy Ghost. Hope. Amen. That's right. Vision for the future. All of those things, those are good things, good emotions that God has given you. So I am not talking about those things that help you in your walk of faith. Amen. We're talking primarily in those reactions that are rooted in fear or anger or selfishness. Uh, Peter's reaction here. Uh, another example, we told you how Jesus responded. Now we want you to hear about some reactions in the Word. Peter reacted when he cut off the soldier's ear. In Luke 22, 49 through 51, example, when those around Jesus saw what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Mm. So again, Peter reacted emotionally, but Jesus responded in faith with healing. With healing. Amen. Oh, That's man. beautiful. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Praise God. I'm so glad he's done that for me. Yeah. Amen. There's been a lot of times in my, and there wasn't just physical healing. There's been times when my emotions were scarred because of bad choices that I made before mm. I knew the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand His Word, and I didn't read it, and I didn't study it, and I, did, I wasn't seeking. I went to church because my daddy made me when I was a kid, but I wasn't seeking. And so I didn't understand the Word, and it didn't have any power for me, yeah. and I didn't enjoy it. And God had to bail me out of that situation, and He had mercy on me. And he healed me. Yeah, He thank healed you, all Lord. my hurts that That's I had mercy. created and allowed the devil the access to my life. 
so that he could create a mess in my life. And I needed that healing. Another perfect example is Elijah. Elijah reacted when he ran from Jezebel. He had just had one of the <laughs> greatest victories anybody could ever have. A prophet of God had gone up against the 450 prophets of Baal. I mean, he Great had- Great victory. Oh yeah. Supernatural, miraculous. I mean, fire came down from heaven and yes. received his, uh -huh. his uh, sacrifice that he had even wet. <laughs> he even poured water on it to keep it from burning. But the, the prophets of Baal all prayed that, that their gods would take their sacrifice and nothing happened. And Elijah prayed and God received that sacrifice, burned it up, man, right in front of everybody. Those 450 prophets of Baal were killed. Let me read you what happened in Kings, 1 Kings 19, verse 2. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them, those prophets that had just been killed yeah. when Elijah stood up for God. Mm -hmm. By tomorrow about this time. And when he, Elijah saw that, he arose and ran, ran for his for life. life. Yeah. And he just, he just yeah. seen God do miracles on his behalf. Yeah. But one woman, Jezebel, she was a powerful woman. Yeah said she was going to kill him. And he prayed that he might die and said, it's enough now, Lord, take, take my, my life, life. Yeah. for I'm no better than my father's. First wow. Kings 19, five through eight, an angel from the Lord instructed him to sleep and eat. <laughs> well, that's God's, take it easy. Take chill. it easy, Elijah. Relax, <laughs> have some, uh, get a cheeseburger and chill. Come on, get some sleep. <laughs> Verse nine says, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? So he said, I alone am left and they seek to take my life. Now, I left out a few scriptures there because I wanted to get the part where Elijah told the Lord, he said, I'm the only one left serving God. Yeah. And of course, God's response to uh, Elijah's emotional reaction was in verse 18. Yet God said, I have reserved 7,000 in Israel. Wow. 7,000, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal and every mouth has not kissed him. They're not submitting to this demonic stuff. Here. Right. Elijah reacted out of fear, based on emotion. Mm -hmm. He was exhausted after a great victory. Brother Hagin, I remember said this one time. He said, it's not impossible, but it's a whole lot harder to be led by the Holy Spirit when you're tired, when you're weary, mm -hmm. when you're exhausted from ministering or whatever God's had you doing in a real practical way, real practical, it actually yeah. helps to sometimes just get some sleep. Right. Not just go on vacation, but to enter the rest and get, get the, the weight of the thing off and of Make it. sure you're, you're eating good and, and sleeping good. You know, those things really do help you to be um, easier led by the Holy Spirit. So again, I just want to encourage you. I don't know where the enemy has tried to get you to emotionally react in whatever situation you're dealing with right now. But I encourage you today when the next challenge arises to make a commitment that you're going to respond in faith yeah. and not react emotionally in fear. Whatever that situation is, you can make a determination right now. You can draw the line in the sand and say, right now I'm making a commitment. I'm going to respond in faith. I'm going to be like we started out at the very beginning in James. You might want to write this one down. If you don't get anything else out of this teaching, James 1.19, every one of you should be 
quick to listen, be slow to speak, and slow, slow to, to become angry. Yeah. Amen. That's Amen. the key. And that'll keep and you that keeps your emotions. responding yeah. in faith. That keeps right? your emotions down. Amen. You cannot live by faith and live by emotions and live by how you feel. Right. It's one or the other. That's right. So if you're going to go all the way with God and you're going to live by faith, you're going to respond instead of react, yeah. you're going to have a better life. Yeah. A lot of people are praying, oh, God, fix everything in my life and make everything better. 99% of the time, you're not waiting on God. He's waiting on yeah. you. That's good. If we would do the last thing he told us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're reading the word. If we will do what the Bible says, the quality of your life will get better. Yes, it will. But if you don't change any and you think you're a mature Christian and you don't need to change any at all, then you need to humble yourself and continue in the Word. Continue. That's what we're here for. That's it. Amen. I study this not to teach it to you. I study this because I need to grow up in God. Yeah. I'm so thankful I'm not where I was 40 years ago when I got born again, That's but I'm good. not yet where I will be yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. I am going to go all the way. One of these days, I'm going to see Him yeah. as He really is. And yes. glory to God, the Bible says on that day, I will be just like you. Amen. I'm looking forward to that. Man, I'm so thankful that you joined us today. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage you the next time you have a challenge to respond in, with the Word of God instead yes. of react according yes. to your emotions. Yes. And if you will, tell all your friends to join us next week. Yeah. We love you. We're going to be praying for you. God loves you, and we do too. Stay in the Word because that will keep you on, on the, the road, road to, to freedom. freedom.